two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. All right. The very unnatural start back up after talking genuinely off mic beforehand and having it go really well and say, wow, we should probably start because we're never going to be this funny again. Yeah. Welcome. Perfect, <laughs> well, perfect jumping off point. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the podcast, Ed. Thanks. thanks I'm Adam. so happy to... to... <laughs> <laughs> Did you say thanks? I did kind of. I, I was, uh, I intercepted that. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Tup's bits are often like, oh, I don't know, or like somebody confused me for somebody or um, like very confusion about who is who based, which, you know, the old going up to the wrong guy after the comedy show and, and telling him good job. <laughs> <laughs> like you were great up there and then not, not taking no for an answer. On that. <laughs> I actually wasn't a, don't be modest. <laughs> don't be modest. You were fantastic up there. <laughs> yeah, have you guys ever yeah. been uh confused for somebody else ever yeah i'm not well excuse me confused well no not confused a little bit of you kind of look like but no that's not confusion for okay um, how about you ed you've been like oh shoot i thought you were my friend christina uh yeah i don't know i think i have a pretty um just plain old um familiar face i guess in that it's plain <laughs> and people, people think that I'm other people a lot. I, there was a time when I was, um, working at new balance where I would go to get a salad across the way and, um, two different people, two different occasions were like, Oh my God, Sarah. And I was like, Nope. <laughs> and, oh, wow. um, they were like, yeah, you're the, you're the Spanish teacher at, so-and-so highs, I forget what it was. Like, I think it was NDP. Like, you're the Spanish teacher at NDP. And I was like, I'm not. Kid? But this is, this is wild. <laughs> Two different times. And then, and then I, like, looked her up because I was starting to get interested. And we looked nothing alike. Um, oh, wow. But it was, it was wild. I don't know. Yeah, that. I've had people say I look like Amy Schumer oh, because I think we have, like, our eyes are close together and we have, like, no neck. Um, but other than that. <laughs> you you and Amy Schumer are like yeah, spirit animals or something like that. Yeah. You guys have you have some something uh not necessarily like dead ringer physically, but there's it, something similar about you yeah. if your eyes were closed and Yeah, you know, essence wise. And everyone else's eyes were closed. Everyone is <laughs> asleep. Yeah. <laughs> you guys look identical when you're asleep and asleep only. Um <laughs> So my yeah. uh, my first kind of dentist, uh, not the real dentist, but the first kind of dentist, told me <laughs> that um, I, I get I always get people that I look nothing like at all, and like people are like, Did you ever t anybody ever tell you look exactly like Denzel Washington? <laughs> like people I look nothing like whatsoever, and that's all I ever get. It's like I never, <laughs> I never get anybody. But it was. Um, the guy, who was the American Idol guy who was uh, like the Queen singer or whatever? Adam Lambert. 
Adam Lambert. This oh. is your training day, Officer Hoyt. I had to get Denzel in there real quick. Excuse me. Adam Sorry, Lambert. Yeah, I should have given you a breather there. To this is your training Denzel. day, Officer Hoyt. <laughs> yeah, tough. I can see that. I mean, a little bit. If people don't look at your face very long. You got Adam that. Lambert, Tup? Yeah, my yeah, my first kind of dentist just recently said I was a, just look ex- identical to Adam Lambert. <laughs> I can see it. I would have never gotten there on my own, but I can see it. Were you wearing a mask? No. Were you singing? Oh, you were Queen? at the dentist. I guess you weren't wearing a mask. <laughs> I was. I was. I was wearing an Adam Lambert mask. <laughs> <laughs> you were. You had his like teeth set up in front of your teeth. It was like a teeth mask. <laughs> yeah, maybe she just meant, yeah, maybe she's just his dentist and she just went teeth wise. <laughs> well, no, you know what would be interesting? What if they had like, you know how like you can buy, or so I've heard, I don't know. Um, I haven't looked it up. You can buy like uh, dildos and and what are they called? Fleshlights or whatever that are like of celebrities, you know, oh. things. Oh, parts or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do they what have to change can... their names or can they actually use the real celebrity's name? Or is it like, you know, I... Thomas Cruz? And, right. <laughs> no. I, I would assume you'd have to get permission. I don't know if they're celebrities as much as they are maybe porn stars. Although, I don't know. I haven't done enough research, but... I, what I'm saying is, what if you could get like an Adam Lambert mouth or something somehow, um, or any part of you that you oh, wanted yeah. to be like somebody else? Hey, look, I don't want to sell my whole likeness, but I'm really not doing much with my the lower part of my arms. You can use those and send me a check for ten grand a month. Right. Yeah. And then you get like waxed over with this person's arms or something. I don't know how that would work. Yeah, just the likeness of my arms. You can draw arms to look just like it. You could, uh, you could, you know, if you want to do a character who's good at ping pong, you can use my arms. Um, you know, stuff like that. But look who, who like, are you getting these days, Pete? Well, I was going to say, I had a look. This isn't really a lookalike, but it's a moment of confusion with regard to names. So not not different. I uh, Somebody said Bill Hader, uh, one person in a oh. coffee store. And uh, one person in a, uh, like, mall-type place. Okay. That's a good one. But I, I don't see that one very very much. It's, but, yeah, just because you're dark hair, like, dark eyes, you know? Yeah. But you don't have, like, crazy, doesn't he have crazy eyebrows or no? I think it is. Um, I think I he know. does them in certain characters. So he, he, uh. he'll impersonate people who have crazy eyebrows. Me, one of, one of his, his best character. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> No, but yeah, I don't don't think that's. I could maybe see what they're talking about, but no, that's that's not too close. I don't got a AJ Soprano, uh, like seventeen years ago, twice by the same person. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Tony Soprano. I think that's it, Tony. Yeah, (laughs) AJ Soprano. (laughs) Uh, It was by Tony Soprano. Was the guy saying I look like um, him? Right, you passed Gandolfini on the. And we've lost him, have we not? We have lost James the Gan Man, the Can Can Man. Yeah, yep. damn. Um, okay. Yeah, Anthony Jr. does live on, I believe. Um, Tup, you are KJ Appa, the guy from, um, not Ridgewood, what's it called? Uh, Riverfield, Riverdale. Thank you. 
I knew oh, it was a place I think in the I've Bronx. Got, I've gotten that before too, and I look that guy up, and he's some like really handsome guy. I think. Yeah, right. I think you know. I some, think like, you're in there, just hand, handsome ass guy. And I was like, ah, oh, that's. I don't think so. And then <laughs> yeah, like just a few other complete way off ones too that I've gotten over the years. The Matt, Matt Damon I've gotten several times. Looks Matt I look Damon. No, Matt Damon. I, I don't see that one. I think like you're very handsome. Matt Damon. This isn't like a you're not you know not a you're not yeah. handsome enough. Just like I don't see that. Based I think on how people are people have lost their minds. I don't know. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, and they're not like a bunch of people saying that. I've gotten three Matt Damons in my life. No, and each person, are you I was serious? like, but the, I, the, you know, they're all idiots. Those right. people are all. <laughs> you know, recently I got a very generous um, from single, actually very generous Jennifer Aniston, and she was being nice. serious. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's the nice thing you've ever said to me. Which yeah, you know, there's I no resemblance, that. but like. It was very nice. I, it was over Zoom, you know, so I, I there was a filter on, the Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, Aniston filter. <laughs> <laughs> you just but. had a, yeah, a picture of Jennifer Aniston. One of those things they have on, uh, you put it on a stick and you just hold the face in front of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mask. I, I see that, though, Ed. You got, you have that, like, uh, you you have the sparkle in the eye. Oh, yeah, the eyes, nice. The eye sparkle there. The eye sparkle. Uh, yeah. That's a nice thing Jenny, to say. Jenny the ass man. Um, have you ever gotten Matt Damon? <laughs> <laughs> Three times, actually. Oh, yeah. I think we're, well, that'll be nice. Um, when you can comfortably say people look like uh, someone from a different uh, gender or gender identity, you're like, hey, did, you know, perfectly straight appearing, presenting man walk down the street. Oh, my God. Look exactly like Pamela Anderson. That's. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. I don't take that in any way other than great. She's a nice looking person and uh, I'm happy to look like such now, a... Now that you yeah. mention it, I think I look kind of like... Um, what is the gal's name in Les Mis, uh, the movie? Uh, oh, uh, Anne Hathaway? Anne Hathaway. I think I look oh, yeah, you just like Anne, Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. You yep. could yeah. be sure. Anne Hathaway's brother, I think, in a in a movie for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. That's really who I look like. I don't. Yeah. Get yeah. out of here. With these other right. I think like I'm Anne Hathaway. More like a, just an uh, like a ugly misshapen Anne Hathaway. Then... <laughs> <laughs> it is like it, it would be fun to picture like a before and after where like you invent uh, a disease as a creative writing uh, exercise and you cobble together this uh, this fake disease, and you claim Anne Hathaway caught it, and now here's what she looks like, and it's tough. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. I think I resemble that, like, I don't know who this is, but that claymation guy with the really big eyes. Wallace um, and Gromit? Yeah, him, I think. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see that. Yeah. Right? Sure. Like, again, it's the close-together eyes, I think, does it. But uh, but I, I saw that one day and I was like, oh wow, yeah, that looks just right. like me. They're yeah. the wrong trousers, Gromit, and they've <laughs> right. gone wrong. Wally and Groms. I mean, yeah. Who do I look like if we're Rosie O'Donnell? Um. Or who else is like a? Um, you could play Rosie O'Donnell's brother, maybe if she was younger. Okay. Rosie O'Donnell. Um, yeah, yeah, Rosie. I, I don't think I don't have you as an obvious anybody. I don't think. 
Um, you mean someone from who? Who from the uh, traditionally opposite sex? Um, right, right. Um, maybe a go. Oh, what's that? What's that? Um, one. What's that woman's name from? Um, what's that movie? I'm so bad. Um, <laughs> Black Dancing Swan. Black Swan. Oh, um, Kira Knightley. Is she somebody? Kira oh, Knightley, yeah. bend it like Beckham. Kira Knightley, yeah. You're yeah, a little you, Kira Knightley. You got the like kind of squinty eyes when you laugh. You know what I mean? Okay, Kira Knightley when laughing. Yeah, I could. Yeah, that's a good pick. I I think Kira Knightley's good. All right, I'll take it. Kira Knightley. All right. Well, you know, we get into many things on many different formats. This is a podcast. <laughs> um, you know. Pick your topics wisely. <laughs> it's what we're famous for. All right. We are back in the news with our latest headline about uh, the Good Samaritan. And we are joined by the Good Samaritan herself, Ed, still. How you doing, Ed? You hanging in there? Staying hanging with us? In. Yep, sure am. Following along <clears throat> at home. Um Good. So we we got some stuff going here. Uh, man. <laughs> a video game about church? Uh, okay. Okay. Where you like is the exciting part that you get to like choose the hymns? Okay. There we go. We're already yep, we're already making the game. Yep. That's definitely one. We're already way further along than my idea. <laughs> <so yeah>. <laughs> 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 I mean, I yeah. guess you could like you build the church and choose what kind of like. Oh, build the church! This is good. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I've given it no thought, and then like you know, you're the priest. Oh yeah, you should be one of the characters. Damn. <laughs> I didn't even think about it, having priests in there. Okay, yeah, that's good. Characters. In there. Yeah, that's a good idea too. I thought maybe you would be the church. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right, you can be the church. That's fine. That part I'm real. That part I'm real uh, unwilling to move on. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's the obvious uh, video game of like you're you're a kid running away from the priest. Oh, kind there we go. That's mm-hmm. really good. Definitely also way farther than I had gotten further in the case of this because it's not uh, physical distance. But yeah. But yeah, I was just thinking like you go up and receive communion and walk back. That's really all I th- thought of so far. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it's more, it's less of a video game and more of just like virtual reality. <laughs> uh, I wonder, I, is there virtual reality, reality or like metaverse churches? Can you be like, an altar boy from home. Oh, that's really good. I think good. it's already been on the podcast. I it, that 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 must exist. Yeah. Uh, virtual churches. It's probably going to be the biggest thing ever. Like people, yeah, yeah, getting people to oh. donate money with stupid VR goggles on their head <laughs> is probably like that's the future of people wasting their money. Oh, that? that's going to be good. Yeah, churchual. Yeah. Yeah. Churchual. Yeah. yeah. Churchual reality. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> Church is your reality. And it's some, they get some celebrity to do the commercials. Mm-hmm. Churchual reality. Church is your reality. 
I think that's the one to beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Church or reality. Church <laughs> is your reality. Yeah, it's kind of like direct TV. You don't just watch TV. You direct TV. Direct and TV. You have to become a director and direct a bunch of episodes. That's why they have so many streaming platforms, because everybody has to now keep up their end of the direct TV bargain. Yes, they all watch that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> They're forced to live up to. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Yeah, what else could the video game be if it was more of a video game, less less of just like virtual reality church, but more of, all right, you have to go in there and try to beat the game. <laughs> um, so, and what would it be? Yeah. Right. Try to slowly take over. Like if you can, if your preaching's better, like the father's like, we welcome you in the name of the father and the son and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and the other guy's like, takes it over. Like he sweeps into the perfect time. He's like, May the Lord be with you. And everybody's like, oh, he okay. said that more, you know, emphatically maybe. I'm not sure if that's the right word. Then this other guy. Yeah. And all right, I'm with him now. And the other priest starts to up his game. And also with you, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and like, all right, back to this guy. Sometimes, sometimes there were two priests in church, right? That's true. And one would just be like, oh, he's doing the homily this week, even though he was sitting in the worst, less throny chair. Yes. Yeah. He, the, yes. That, I mean, how insane was all of that stuff? They're sitting up in these, like, weird thrones. <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah. oh, my God. Everybody's just pretending like that's normal. Not to just, you know, we're, no, we're having yeah. fun here. We're not, we're not <laughs> shitting on people's religion. But right. that, come on now. Yeah, guys. the incense. Wave, it, wave the incense around the, uh, around the king, you know, kind of, like, stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's some real, real freaky stuff if you just give it two seconds absolutely Re- like queening uh re-examining putting a crown on the mary statue and um worshiping mm. you know statues what if the video game was like a Wii <gasps> fit game where you had to try out for all the parts of the church so like ah. you were a you were a parishioner and then you were a reader and the priest and the music and like you'd have to like pass these Oh, that's good. Something. You're putting together a liturgy team. You're like fielding a team. Like, all right, I'm. The, I went to uh, Fordham University and got my master's in parishional council. And all right, I need a starting twelve. My sacristan, <laughs> right. my my deputy priest, my second in charge. I need a, just one of the old men who's very friendly, who has a bunch of keys on his belt. I need two ushers. <laughs> I like to do a father-son combo there if I could, please. And a child usher is a very cute idea. Um, yeah, are those then, guys just picking up all those keys at a costume shop or something? <laughs> like that? Where are these guys getting all those? Keys? There's not that many keys. No, it's especially now. Keys. I think it's all it's all magnets now. It's all magnets. Yeah, everything I know is yeah. It's all run by magnets. <laughs> um, if it isn't magnets yet, it's at least magnets are their boss. Although keys are one of those things, like, I have accumulated a lot of keys, and I recently, like, had to get rid of, I mean, I got rid of, like, 90% of those keys. Yeah, I pretty think, soon I'm going to have to walk around a church like this if, I've, <laughs> if I collect any more. <laughs> I, every now and again, I go through my keys, because I'm like, I, I don't know what half of these keys are for. Mm-hmm. And so I started just putting the keys that I didn't know what they were for in, there's something wrong with the mailboxes in our building, and you can just open up the any of the people's mailboxes and put stuff in there. 
So I've just been putting my keys that I don't know what they are in, in random people's mailboxes. <laughs> <laughs> Give them a, like, just a little mystery. Because there's great. no downside. I don't even know what it's for. They can't steal anything from me with it. Like there's not, yeah. it's just something weird for them to like talk to their wife about, you know, like, hey, this key was in the mailbox. <laughs> Any ideas? That's like, great. Couple investigative podcasts, you know, like they start to talk to their neighbors. Like, all right. It's not a podcast if we talk to 10 neighbors and none of, nobody else has had this experience. But let's say if three of 10 say, yeah, we got these keys, we go forward with the podcast, you know? Oh, that's good. See, I should have made sure to put, I wonder if they're, yeah, because if you put it in a like the three people who are next to each other apartment-wise, then there's a good chance they would know each other and maybe right. they would they would cross-reference. I didn't do that. I, it was like one and then I did another one you know so oh, like it, a, it, an amount of time later an amount of time later but now that we've talked about it, that was a botch i should have i should have done three right next you know right next to each other oh uh, right hopefully right, right. say any chance you wound up with a key and then they compare the keys and they're different and they're like wait what what's uh, going on what are these keys although i yeah. think if i got a key in a mailbox instead of being surprised i would probably be like oh i left a key in a mailbox and put it on my key ring Oh, because <laughs> you're just an accumulator of keys. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you just naturally accumulate. I just always assume I'm losing a key, I guess. Like, oh, it's a good thing I found this key in this mailbox. Like, having no clue what it would be for, and I would just put it on my key ring. <laughs> in case you ever need it. I mean, it's not an, like, if, you know, I'm sure that science could study, oh, actually, yeah, over 20 years, one, you know, fraction of a pound on your, on your keychain, on your keychain actually does ruin your back 23%. Barring any of that being true, it's not a bad, uh, oh, just in case, kind of bet. Yes, it's a risk-reward kind of thing. <laughs> or uh, either of you guys check out this documentary movie, the movie that Harry Potter is in about, um, they're in South Africa, and these guys are were kind of like in the fight against apartheid, white, a couple of white fellas in the fight against apartheid, and wound up getting thrown in jail. And then uh, they break out and, or, you know, I don't want to give away the, the movie, but the way that they go about it is by making a series of like 30 different keys out of wood. Oh, really? That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a, uh, it's a cautionary to know. I don't know. It's, um, it, it goes along with this topic that we're talking about because we were just talking about keys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what's okay? That just made me think of. I heard something fascinating the other day about old time jails. Uh. So these women, I don't know which country it was or how long ago it was, but it was a while ago. This is a true story. These women were in this prison cell and they were being used, this is horrible, but being used for like by the guards for like scientific research, basically, like doing shit on them, right? Whoa. And the, one of the girls in the cell read a book with her brother when they were younger about invisible ink. And so she, they used urine as invisible ink because they could write letters from the jail, but they were monitored letters. So, like, they used invisible ink to say, like, 
kind of like help or what's going on or whatever. And it was the series long time anyway, like the media at the time got word of it and they were able to like rescue these, these women out of this jail nice. cell. And yeah, all cause of this. Did this. they have to, I was going to say the initial like information of how the code's going to go. Like, hey, make sure to look for the P. I wonder how they got that out. Like, oh yeah, okay, maybe so like I a phone call. Like, yeah, the no, note no, no, in. phones weren't around. I missed a, a big part of the story. Um, so apparently, with urine, if you like, and I don't know how they wrote with it. Was their fingers? I, I don't really understand those logistics. But apparently, paintbrush, you, art class, maybe, maybe. But if you warm something up, so like the 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 urine's invisible on paper, and then but if you warm it up somehow, you can see it. And okay. and so mm. in the regular yeah, in the regular writing, the girl was ref- referencing like this book, and her brother like kind of got the hint. I guess maybe it was like their thing, like this invisible ink thing, and so right. he warmed it up and then saw it. Like that's how they figured out how to do it. Nice. Okay. Cool. Oh wow, that's good. Yeah. Nice. I like little uh, Ocean's Eleven techniques. You know, Don Cheadle shows up and and writes in P. It's just. Really fun stuff. Yeah, I like uh, I like the level of corruption where it seems like uh, nobody's getting hurt. Yeah, let people out of jail, steal money from a casino, no problem, right? Right. Definitely. Right in pee. Yeah, put it in the oven. Is that <laughs> a? What's the best way to heat up a letter? That hair dryer. Is a, pee, a, a pee, great pee covered letter. Oh, it's hair dryer. Hair dryer. Yeah. But it's too. It was too long ago. Yeah, it was too long ago. How oh, they the have sun. It up? The sun. Yeah, probably the or sun. Or like a fire. But they would always just accidentally burn it. They'd be like, "Well, <laughs> right." Sorry, yeah. she, he he writes another letter. Like I accidentally set that one on fire as well. Can you please <laughs> pee all over another letter? <laughs> and it's just seven months of like. At this point, he still doesn't even know what's going on. He's just you know, he's just excited. He thinks there's there's a pee thing going on. He smells just, the letter. <laughs> Smells it, guesses what the person means. All right, I'm going to take that to mean. I'm going to take that to mean. You're doing experiments on you guys in there. (laughs) Yeah. If only I could stop setting these on fire, I would know for sure. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is tragic. I. uh, That's. uh, That's an amazing story. And then I guess you guys didn't think my story about the keys was that well, amazing? No, I, I was, you didn't give us any, <laughs> uh, the question I had about you about the keys. Uh, so they made 30 keys, but then what? Oh, so they had to, so like each, so first he had to make a key to get out of his own cell. Uh, so the way he was doing it, and this is Harry Potter, mind you. Right. Uh, but with none of the powers and he's going, he's like looking at, uh, the guy who has the, actually we're talking about the guy with the big key ring. We're, we're talking about like you walking around Ed with the big key ring on your belt loop. <laughs> and he just looks really hard at the keys every time the guy walks by and like commits it to memory, what it looks like. And then he oh, carves that out of wood. That's cool and, as hell. Wow. Yeah. And so then, and then he had to come up with a contraption to be able to put the key in and turn the key from the inside of his own cell to unlock his cell from the outside, then that's just one. And then there was like 30 more keys. So he had to 
keep looking at the keys and making more keys from the guy's key ring. And then they would go as far as they could at night, uh, you know, to try him. It was mostly just him and then eventually other people involved, but go as far as they could until they hit a door with a different key and then realize, okay, we got to make another key. Oh, cool. And like he kept coming back and doing that over and over again until they made it you know, all the way. Where, where did they the get keys. this wood for all the keys? <laughs> I'm not sure where the wood came from. I think like they were guard, they like, you know, normal kind of like prison activities. They were doing some gardening stuff. Ah. And I'm not sure. Some shovels uh, maybe. Yeah. Use the shovels. Yeah. Just ask nicely for, like, <laughs> for wood, wood in the shape so they can make keys. some keys to escape. <laughs> <laughs> we have like key making wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. No problem. <laughs> Does have any wood in the shape of like the keys to the doors, but a little bigger, so I can whittle them down? <laughs> the guy. One time, the guard did like come in and see one of the, uh, like you know, and and on this part, I'm sure is not real, but like they just for the movie, they did it, but. Uh, you know, he came in and, and like accidentally knocked over this thing. And then one of these keys that he was making came out and he like pretended that it was for like a photo holder that he was making. Mm-hmm. And it looked nothing like that at all. It just obviously looked like a big key. <laughs> like it just looked like a big comedy wood key. And he was like, no, it's for like holding a photo like this. And yeah, of course the guy fell for it. But I, I can't imagine that happened in real life. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Now I like your key story anyway. a lot better now. Uh, that's so cool. Yeah, I really like that. And uh, I was only distracted for a little bit trying to get a, uh, they would pee on the keys joke in there. So, I, But I, <laughs> I heard most of it um, despite trying to sit on that. Um, yeah. You going to do a full tattoo sleeve or anything, Ed? You think before you die? Or like big new fashion thing? Go goth? I don't know. Uh- you... <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I was, I've been thinking up some, I've been thinking up some, some tattoo sleeves and stuff. What it comes down to though, is I can't really handle too much of the pain. Like I have, I have a bunch of little tattoos and every time I get one, I'm like, oh yeah, this will be great. And then half hour in, I'm like in tears, like I can't handle it. So I'll get like a sleeve over the course of 50 years. Cause I'll, there you go. It'll take, but Nice. Is it? Would there be a concept for? Do you have a concept in mind for a sleeve? Um, not a whole sleeve, but like little ideas. Like I was gonna get um, my grandmothers who have passed, like grandmothers and great grandmothers, their flowers, like their favorite flowers, tattooed on my arm. Um, that's kind of all I have so far. Pictures of of your two grandmothers would be cool as hell. Like pictures it, of them? at their like best point, but oldest, like the the. Where it met that they were like still very much with it and their oldest, like you're just your grandmother sitting next to each other in rocking chairs or like on whatever chairs they liked. I don't know. Portrait tattoos kind of weird me out a little bit. Oh, okay. Is that a whole? That's a whole genre of tattoos. Okay. Only because I've watched yeah, all the rocking chair tattoos. All the yeah. <laughs> rocking chair tattoos. <laughs> or no? What about words of important? Like my two grandmothers. Like just those words, decoratively oh, yeah, I'm a big, written. I'm a big getting words written on you person. So yeah, I've definitely thought of uh, my two grandmothers. Would be great. <laughs> just grandmothers ta- on my <laughs> big tattoo <laughs> across your chest. My two grandmothers, right as like you know, in that chest area where if your two top buttons are undone. <laughs> 
<laughs> two grandmothers. Yeah. Across my collarbone. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's that definitely. Portrait it. tattoos weird me out all over your arm. <laughs> <laughs> Just repeated. Yeah. Decoratively <laughs> in a. Yeah. Like snaky kind of winding uh, styles. Um, yeah. So you could get. You could get um, tattoos of your grandmother's with tattoo sleeves. Because <laughs> uh, that's always kind of cool. Because, like, you know, they might just not have had the chance, but maybe they would, maybe they would have been in there um, getting a sleeve. Not a bad idea. Right? Not a bad idea. Explain about- it really dramatically. Like, I don't know if I really want to get a full sleeve. So I, I thought the least I could do was like have my grandmother's with sleeve, you know, have it be a really important conversation to you. Right. I can't. I myself can't stomach the pain of a full sleeve. But my grandmother can. <laughs> She's dead. She's fine with it. <laughs> um, what about you guys? You don't have any tattoos, right? Would you ever get them? No. Either of you? I think I was, you know, knocking on death's door of maybe getting the uh, Jerusalem cross. Like, just as a, I would get that if, like, this one guy who was making up that he was going to have a tattoo party uh, really had one and then people got those. I could have been a, uh, I could have, you know, been the cult material for getting one of those probably. But no, I did not. Oh, okay. Wait, is that the Kairos cross? What's the... Yes. Oh, I believe okay. it's called a Jerusalem cross. Yeah, okay. but yep, the Kairos waffle, as, uh, oh, as many yeah, know yeah, it. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yep, I could have gotten that. I could have that on my calf. Like, I thought I played lacrosse or something, I think. Mm-hmm. A calf tattoo? Okay. Maybe, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm here for that. I think that's yeah. a big guy move. Like, a big guy who dips gets his calf tattooed. Birkenstocks, maybe. Maybe some Adidas slides. Calf tattoo of okay. something sporty. Yeah. Hoodie, shorts, right. goatee, and a dip in, backwards hat. Nice as the day is long. What about tat- tattooing uh, the like Crocs material on your feet? Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> yep, I would do that. Yeah, yeah. like I, I feel like Tub. Oh, Tub, you should be a tattoo writer. Like the guy who's, you know, there's the artist who's there. You could also probably do some pretty good art. Uh, but the, you write the idea for the tattoo. Like, okay, so you come in. Or they come in, they talk to you, and you kind of kick around a few ideas, and then you you write their idea. Okay, yeah, tattoo yeah. idea ruiner. I think maybe would be. <laughs> I'd be good at. I'd be good at that. Yeah, <laughs> for somebody think... who's not that serious about their tattoo anyway, it's not like it's not like oh, this means something to me. It's just like I just we're, I'm being crazy. I I hit my fiftieth birthday, and I just figured I want to get a tattoo because I want to get a tattoo. Meet yeah. With you. Okay. That would be good. Yeah, like I'm the guy that the tattoo artist calls up in that situation and like, yeah, I need oh, you to get over here quick. Right, like cameo. Like I'll I'll phone in to your tattoo consultant. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I would lo- that would be an honor. Yeah, I would love that. That'd be fun. I've actually been turned uh, away for a tattoo. A guy was uh kind of annoyed. I mean, I am intimidated by tattoo and piercing places because, you know, most people are tatted up with like a lot of tat like I don't I don't know. My body doesn't look like that. But those people were once not that too. You know, I think about that sometimes. Like, yeah, that's true. These people weren't born like they, they were like the guy with no tattoos at some point. That's you know? true. Like just showing up and they're like, look at this guy with no tattoos. And then they learned how to say that from those people. So there's yeah. that thing of, you know, like, oh, the gym is so inclusive that nobody ever talks any trash about it. I'm like, look at these fucking people at the gym. You know, it's never actually 
you can never break the cycle because once the people, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. The peer pressure of it all <laughs> and like the the indoctrination of, you know, yeah. But I, I had a guy turn me away because I can't remember if it was before or after my first tattoo. Whatever. I was, I wanted some, like a little heart, I don't know, somewhere on my arm. And, uh, and he's like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and I was like, why? Ooh. And he was like, because it's going to look like a butt. And I'm like, oh. You know, which, all right, he's like, you're just going to walk around with, and people are going to be like, why is there a butt on your arm? And I was like, well, I mean, but hearts are also pretty recognizable shapes. Um, Did you not go uh, pointy enough at the bottom, Ed? I could see like a non, like a child's drawn heart looking kind of butt. No, but I didn't even draw it. I was just like, hey, I want to, can you do a heart on my arm? And I just don't think he wanted to do it. He just didn't want to do it. And he was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I was like, oh, like wow. it wasn't Man. punk enough of a tattoo, I think. Yeah, I think I think that was it. I felt very judged. Oh, wow. That's too bad. What I a mean, loser. <laughs> yeah. And plus, if it, that was a real concern, you just point up and almost draw it down into a balloon string of that heart and you're fine. Yeah, exactly. I actually have one. I have a, a heart tattoo like on my stomach. Like it's little. It was um. <laughs> It was after I was diagnosed with celiac and I wanted to like give my small intestine love. I didn't even research where my small intestine was. So it's actually just probably over my liver or something. But, um, oh, that's nice. But anyway, it's, 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 <laughs> it doesn't look like a butt. I mean, when I, yeah, I guess does it, yeah, but it looks more like a heart because that's what it is, you know? Yes. I think right. that guy. So who did you, you went to just some completely different tattoo store? Um, yeah, yeah, when I got the heart on my stomach. Yeah, uh, the heart okay. on my arm was just like came years. came right back into the same I just place came back and I just picked a different body part. Um, <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of time had passed and I had gone to a different place, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Go right back up. Put on a hat and just like. Yeah, I want a heart with a knife through it. You know, that yeah. guy's like, is into it now. Yeah. He does the heart first, and you're like, you know what? Skip the knife. <laughs> yeah. He's like, wait a minute. It's been you the whole time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rips off the mustache, puts it on himself. That's, that's Forgets so who he stupid. is. Yeah, what if the disguise like... made other people... Fr- okay, no, we're not doing that. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no. <I> just... <laughs> no, Please, we can we do, that, do that, bit. Go ahead. Do the mustache <laughs> yeah. on the parlor guy. You can trade roles. You don't have to just stick with, you know, Ed having the mustache. The, the tattoo parlor guy can have one, too. Go ahead. He rips it off, puts it on himself. Then what happens? <laughs> I think you should have said, like, well, yeah, hang on. You haven't actually seen my vision for the heart yet. And then you just draw, like, obviously a butt, you know? And the heart that just look, clearly looks like a, a butt. And then, I don't know, just see how he reacts to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, reverse psychology. He's in there, right? And he's like, "All right, well, now I do like butt tattoos," and then he he does it, or just yeah. then ask for a butt. You're like, "Okay, fine, give me a butt tattoo." Right, right. now that I know what you would that be better if I called it a butt? Oh, it could just be a. What do you want to call it? I'm I'm now I'm not like a happy person who wants a heart. Now I'm now like a fuck society. Just put a butt on me. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. And now he likes you, and he's like, "All right, cool. I like." Yeah. Fuck it tattoos as opposed yeah. to, yep, this is nice. This this uh, love symbol on an area where I need it is uh, going to give me some uh, good, good, good vibrations. Yeah. I'm not doing that. 
All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm picking a burly different tattoo guy, store. Burly guy with a beard and um, some, some uh, just lots of, you know, covered in tattoos. Yeah. Real against it's it. A, it's a tough thing because you can obviously see what people mean being assholes. You're like, yeah. All right. Yeah. We're all going to die. And like, I'll have something to tell my friends this guy was an asshole. So like, yeah. You can at least see what they mean. Still, I think it goes better for everybody the other way, but I'm not going to pretend like I don't know what they mean. Right. And of course, it's it's boring if no one is out there acting like an asshole. So, right. yeah, see, I'm not I'm not mad at him doing it. I just <laughs> uh No, I take back what I said. Anything bad I said about the guy, I take back. Uh, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it was good that he did everything he did. He's never yeah. made any mistakes is what I'd like to go down as having said. Um <laughs> Yeah, you know, you said, oh, fuck you. Ah, I can take that. Probably, you know, we're all going to die. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I think what I did was just politely said, oh. Tattoo him. All right. Yeah, then I tattooed him. (laughs) (laughs) Right. There's a waiver you sign. If my tattoo is, you know, doesn't fit this thing, you have to put a stencil over top of it after. If it doesn't fit this stencil, I get to tattoo you. (laughs) As a, as a punishment, um, which maybe we jump to too quickly in society. Don't punish people. Let everybody out of jail. Um, what's the best possible last name for each of you to have if, like, you were going to be the obvious right down the middle, like, uh, person in entertainment or author? You know those names that just have a nice snappiness to them? What mm-hmm. What is your guys's, um, do you, I don't know, Tup Randolph? Would you go Tup though, or would it be Ryan? Ryan Randolph, Ryan uh, Ryan Reynolds, Tup Randolph, Ryan Lane, Ryan Lane. Ryan okay, Lane. honestly, Drew's not bad for you, Ed. Yeah, Aaron Drew. I kind of like Aaron Drew's, Drew. Drew might be it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, or you know, what else would it be? Aaron, you might be a hyphenated number, Ed. You know. Yeah. Aaron Bauer Schneiderman, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Or I guess you'd be. Drew something, but you know, I could see a hyphen job getting in there. He'd make you a better author. Aaron Bacon Drew. I don't know. I was thinking for Aaron Stain Crosby. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking just going Ed, like Cher or, you know. Oh. Lady. One name celebrities. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if I trust them. No. Okay, yeah. E D. Erectile dysfunction. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Pete? I mean, Pete Muth is is a good one. I would. Yeah, would it be Peter Galloway? Peter Galloway? No, that's too, like, <laughs> serious. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, yeah, Pete, Pete Stain Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pete, right. So Peter Galloway is too, uh, an author who's pretentious. And then what? You go... Peter Francis? Um, Peter Frampton. Peter <laughs> <laughs> um, What about Peter Goyle? Peter, yeah, who's Peter Boyle? Peter Boyle's oh, the Peter. Uh, dad in, in uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Hey, fuck you, dad. Raymond. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, Raymond, I think dad hates you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think he likes me a lot better than you. Ha <laughs> 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 ha Laugh track. I did not see the show, but I think it was actually very good. And um, his parents were standouts. Yes, I think, yeah. I think the impression was very good. I don't think the show did very well. Um, 
Yeah, no, for for the less serious one, Pete. Um, yeah, just one of the regular ones, Pete Anderson. Yeah, Pete Spencer. Pete Anderson that sucks. Pete Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was yeah, that's bad. Pete uh, Spencer, one of the regular, just like Williams. Pete Williams. Pete Williams. That sucks. <laughs> 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 Ryan Mastriani. Horrible. Uh, <laughs> you're going to be an author. You don't want it to be too cool, you know. Okay, author. is it all authors? I no, you're, uh, what we are you? Authors. You're a singer-songwriter, Top. That's what name okay, you're trying to. singer-songwriter. Ryan. Ryan. It's got to be something that sounds, uh, yeah, like I've been through some shit. Ryan uh, Gavigan. Okay. No, no. Yeah. So that's not very good. Been through some shit. Ryan Hawthorne, Nathaniel Hawthorne's nephew. <laughs> right. Uh, well, yeah, we can think about those and come back. Um, <laughs> no. No, I'd like to <laughs> like to finish it now if we could, please. No problem. <laughs> Drop me up and feed me to the poor. Not a worry on me. <laughs> it's what we're famous for. All right. Eduardo Saverin, the uh, the guy who got screwed out of the uh, Facebook deal, played by Andy <laughs> the Garfman, continues to join us. Ed continues to join us. Um, Ed, as I think of your name, I think there was an old. I know there was an old. No, nah, I don't. Why? Why do I say no? I could have just thought I knew, th- and like swore up and down that the information got in my head in a very ethical way. But I just thought wrong. So what? Why ever be sure of anything? Pretty sure there's an actor named Ed Wynn, which I thought was nice because, you know, Edwin, of, of course, is a name and probably mm-hmm. a, a joking nickname that you've been called once or twice. Yeah. Um, so that would be like if, you know, your name was Aaron Wren, I think, or Air Wren. And Air oh, was right. a nickname for Aaron, you know, I guess. Or <laughs> like like if my name was Pete Tur, Er. Like my last name yeah. was Tur, I guess. So, Ed Wynn. I, I didn't hear a question in there. Yes, you have to listen to the inflection change for uh, question status, and then I will engage in speaking. I do not, however, respond to prompts. I was very much on the edge of my seat because I, I, I didn't know where you were going, and I, I just felt like we were pivoting a lot, and I was, I was ready. But um, yes, I think I'm that's a sure. big. Uh, that's a sure coward's say. move. Say a bunch of things. Hope somebody <laughs> finds one to grab onto, um, and and carries you forward the way uh, Simon of Cyrene helped Jesus with the cross. Yes, and when we were last time we were talking about the video game, I was I actually thought, oh, maybe it could be the Stations of the Cross, <laughs> uh, and you have to be, you have to, you know, do something. Play whatever role in in each station of the cross. <laughs> Jesus uh, fell for the third time. You have to be the guy he falls on top of. Yes, you have to guess which, <laughs> which how many times he falls. Right. Yeah. Ah, oh, I knew it was. Yeah, Jesus falls for the third time. I can hear it now. I didn't know it at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, punches pilot. But yeah. Puts What's something about it? Names. Ed Wait, I got Molotolo. I got a question, but it would make us pivot. Please. So I I find myself like, uh, 
I guess I wanted to get your take. Ed Wynn. (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I do this five minute monologue and then it just comes back to it. I was curious. So I find myself being a little bit more and more like um, Mike Rasig a little bit. Like in in the most endearing, I mean, I, I don't know that my behavior is endearing. I find Mike's behavior endearing a lot, but like, um, just the, you know, uh, Mike and I have talked about before about like trying to, um, get in other people's cars and parking lots and stuff like that. Um, out of confusion. Yeah. yeah, Oh yeah. Yeah. Out of confusion. Not out of, not out of like wanting to rob people. I was, you know, the other day I, I, um, I was getting into my car at Belvedere square. What I thought was my car. I just bought a new car. (laughs) <laughs> but it looks exactly the same as my old car. So I, it's just a black sedan, right? I had a Hyundai, now I have a Honda. Um, something happens to me uh, the moment I leave a place, between, between the moment I leave a place to like the next time I get somewhere else where I just have no idea what's going on, who's around me. It's like I get lost, right? So anyway, in my in my head, so I... I I go to this car and I I see I see the woman on the passenger side cleaning out the car. Like in hindsight, that's what I saw. And yet I right. still opened the driver's side door and she was like this isn't your car. And I was like, "Oh, Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. And then I go back to my car, which looked exactly the same. But like, I'm curious, <laughs> I'm curious, like, what is it? Is it just like an absent mindedness or is it like a, is it like a, is it like an ADHD thing or is it hmm. a, like what happens in the brain or is it just like I not think, paying attention? I think it's not willing to go back on a story you've told yourself. So you walk, you subconsciously clock that there's somebody there cleaning out the car. And instead of being like, it's obviously not my car, you go, it's my car. We'll just in a moment find out why somebody's in there. No, they look friendly. It's fine. Right. Helping me. They're doing something nice, you know? Yeah, because the same thing happened at the doctor's appointment the other day. Not a car. Well, not the same thing, but something similar where I I get real worked up if I don't know, like if I'm going somewhere new and I'm like, ah, all right, you're good. you can you can do this, you can do this is you know like because a lot of times I make mistakes, so I'm like, you can really do this. So I go to the I wrong to, doctor, get the wrong thing done. To you. <laughs> the wrong doctor, no, I um, so I get on the wrong surgery table. <laughs> So I, 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 there are like a couple of different towers or whatever at Mercy. I wasn't paying attention to the directions, even though I was really focused on getting there. But anyway, so I get into an elevator, the, the appointment's on the ninth floor and I get into an elevator and it, and, and the, it won't let me hit the ninth floor button. Like it, it lights up and then it doesn't go. So then I'm, I'm on this elevator for like 10 minutes with other people. They're going up and down, and I keep hitting the ninth floor, and it's not going anywhere. And I'm like, oh, man, something must be wrong with the elevator. So then I get off of the eighth floor, and I go into the fire escape, like, staircase, and I go up to the ninth floor, and the door is locked. And then I still think that that it must be the building. You know what I mean? So then I'm going up and down. Until finally I find a maintenance woman who's like, what are you, what are you doing? And then she had to walk me over to the correct tower. And then I went up to the ninth floor. Um, 
I don't, I just, I feel like it's like something I don't want to do. Like, I don't want to do those things, but they just happen. Hmm. And I, I don't know. I was just curious about your psychological analysis or like how, why people, you know, cause there's, there's plenty of people like this. Yeah, I think um, it's a uh, it's it's appliance blindness, Ed. I think you know there's face blindness, which you know when you turn a face <laughs> upside down, you wouldn't recognize your closest loved ones. If you're walking at a you're walking back to the car at a different angle, the way you left at it, you were looking at it, you know, eighty three longitude. You walk back, it's fifty five latitude. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're mm-hmm. like you have face blindness when the equivalent of a face is upside down. You're looking at the car from the other way, and you can't recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Appliance blindness sounds about right. I think that like 99% of the time our brain is operating in this like subconscious kind of mode. Like, so the Mike Rosigliano, you know, there's multiple stories where he's gotten into somebody else's car. Right. But uh-huh. the, the one that's most like egregious and relates to your story with the, the person in there cleaning uh, the the passenger seat is like he was at McDonald's with his friend Shusky and he they had to like go they went through the drive through and then they pulled over because the drive through was too backed up and so he had to actually like go in and wait and get his get their meal that they ordered from McDonald's and then he came mm-hmm. out and he was in the passenger side car of like a <laughs> black SUV and he got into the back seat of a different colored SUV with a black family inside that the, the the full the whole family including the kids was inside and he like scooted over he like you know slid over the the young like 6-year-old child who was in that seat with the bag, with the McDonald's bag. And it took him, like, being all the way inside the SUV before he was like, ah, whoops, you know, sorry about that. And, uh, let me go back over to Shusky. But, like, he's not, there's no one driving inside his brain when he's doing any of that. Like, he was just like, I went inside. Right. I thought I came back out at the same angle that I went in. Yeah, and 55 I, longitude. Yeah, 55 longitude. And then I just got in the car and like it didn't, there was no thinking beyond any of that. Yeah, there's no thinking. Yeah, there's no thinking. Right. Like I've gone through, dri- I don't go through drive throughs anymore because I drive away without my food all the time. I'll pay, <laughs> I'll pay and I amazing. think that I have done everything I was supposed to. And then I drive away and I'm like, God damn it. So then I had to park, go in there and explain that I I was I drove away without my thing. And then they gotta be like, what was your order? And I, oh it's like a whole God. thing. Damn. So I can't hilarious. go through there anymore. I, I you know, it's like something else happens, or like when I leave my house and I'm I'm holding um a purse, I my brain clocks that as you've got I your give laptop. It to a homeless person. You've got, <laughs> you've got all of your things. So like I always leave one of the things like it's, I have a lunchbox, a purse, and a and a laptop, and unless I say those three things out loud to myself before I walk out, I always forget one of those things. Right. Okay. Like I, I frequently I am taking the dog for a walk, but if I uh, am, if I'm also in charge of the kids, then I have to bring the kids, uh, at you know f- to go to go out and walk the dog as well. Right. Uh-huh. So then I'll get the kids ready to go out and then just leave without the dog. 
and then I'm just the walking the, and then I'm walking the kids and then like I'm knee deep into the walk and I'm like I forgot the dog that was the whole point of the, that was the whole point of the walk uh, but yeah it doesn't it's just you know there's no thinking going on it's all just like muscle memory right. and subconscious the brain's just doing its thing right yeah. I I do uh the oh I'll grab coffee near the house and then don't grab coffee and just walk right upstairs get upstairs and be like how the fuck did I forget that I walked right past it? Um, yeah. So yeah, as you as you each spoke yours through, spoke your truth into existence. I, I was like, oh yeah, I, yep, we all are. Uh, we're all, very we're sick. all getting to the wrong cars. We're all very sick in a uh, in the new year here. Yep. Um, and yeah. yeah, you know. So Ed Wynn, the actor. <laughs> 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 no, of course not. Uh, but I, what about so sleepwalk? It's like some alive version of sleepwalking, I think. It is, like it's, Pete. It's, you it know, is. Less asleep sleepwalking.com, and I think you educate people on it. That's what it's it is. It's daywalking. Yeah, it's, daywalking. It's, it's daywalking. Right. It's jaywalking. Right, you know? It's jaywalking. Sleepwalking right. is weird. Did you guys sleepwalk? Or do you? Or did you as kids? Yeah, I did. A, I had a few, like, five just absolute bangers of confusing sleepwalks. Um, really? Where like you know, <clears throat> it was my dad like shaking me, like trying to explain who he was, and I was possessed. Um, Whoa! And one where I thought uh, bats were flying on my neck, and I was just no. over by the window, like get these bats off my neck. <gasps> yeah. Were you little or like teenager? Yeah, I was young. No, yeah, like wow. you know, seven or eight, I think. How old were the bats? <laughs> yeah, they were much, much older based on, you know, my memory of it. Um, Maybe it's your house because they, I think the only time I've sleepwalked is in, at your house as well. Yes. And does the drunk like looking for a bathroom sleepwalk count? I wonder as it's probably not. It's probably like, you know, what people thought of Green Day. Oh, it's not true punk. This type of sleepwalking isn't true sleepwalking, but <laughs> isn't I mean you know it's according to your dad, wasn't I in an argument with a plant though? I feel like it was it was a really it was oh more sleepwalking than a alcohol induced uh, bathroom seeking. Yeah, yeah, I think it was not it was not that. I'm sure there's been the the alcohol situation too, and and there was alcohol in this the plant situation, but I think it was just, this right. this was there was a, alcohol in the plant. Yeah, I was feeding alcohol to the plant. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the thing, the bones that your dad had to pick with me about it but, uh, <laughs> no he was so kind about it like just he just said yeah. like i was you know i stop stop pouring alcohol on that plant please. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, there was some type of dispute between me and the, whatever that house plant was you guys had and then he cleared it up and sent me off to bed and i just went yeah so do you remember it? I've always no, wanted no, no, to sleepwalk. No. You don't remember it at all. Nothing, nothing. Not a bit. Hmm. Yeah. You've I, always um, wanted to sleepwalk. Yeah, I've always wanted to sleepwalk. I it's like one of my biggest disappointments that I that I haven't. I think I really it's scary. Know. It's a little bit does it give you this at all, Ed, where you it's like a blackout situation? Like I feel like that's scary. Like I was doing that and I don't remember it. Oh, that, that's terrifying. But that's I, not great. No, yeah, that's true. You're right. I mean, I guess if you don't remember it at all, uh, that's probably really scary. It's scary not to remember things that you do, I guess, in general. But I've always just kind of wanted to do it to see if maybe I remembered. 
you okay, know, right. Like, wow, something. yeah, what was I doing? Yeah, see if it was more like a, uh, uh, the, a hypnotization. Yeah, or being woken up, like, in the kitchen. Like, I'm sure that'd be scary, but I, just to prove to myself I did it. Oh, I don't know. okay. It's a, it's a pretty big disappointment. I have um, a, one of my favorite things. I've, I've, I've woken up a few times laughing really hard, and that is just the most joyful thing. But oh, one cool. time, I, I, this was the great, one of the greatest times of my life. My, my college roommate and I, uh, my junior year, lived in this like house off campus, shared a room with this lovely person, Emily. And uh, we woke each other up and we were both laughing at the same time. Isn't that so funny? Oh, wow. Did you compare notes? About what we were dreaming about? No, I assume that maybe one of us started laughing and then the other one started laughing in our dream because maybe, you know what I mean? But it was, and then we both woke up laughing and then we laughed even harder because we realized was how you're in that groggy state. It was just the, it was just the greatest. That is the best because in the end, there's nothing funnier than other people laughing. You're like, Jesus, what are they laughing? What what are you laughing at? And you just start laughing yourself. You're like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. You really, (laughs) 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 and then it's just, it's just a natural thing. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It's happened a few times putting these kids to bed. Uh, Red will just start laughing. I think like just oh. something about like my stupid mustache or something like that. Whatever's got <laughs> whatever's going on with my face, I'm like, you know, like singing them to sleep or whatever. And then he just starts cracking up laughing, <laughs> and and then we just both lose it. Like you can't, can't, and there's no coming back from it. Like we're just both cracking up oh, laughing. Nice. And it's one of the best. That is beautiful. Funniest feelings in the world. It really oh. is. Oh, that's Red. so. Wait, then does Frank start laughing too? Yeah, then Frank. But it's like that embarrassing kind of like I'm not. I'm not in on the joke. I don't get why you guys are oh. laughing. Kind of laugh <laughs> <laughs> that he starts doing, and you know, Sheesh doesn't laugh because she's not in on it, and she's smart enough to know not to, not to <laughs> pretend. But Frank is like, yeah, like oh, I'm in on the joke too. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> try to catch him up frank do you understand what this is just yeah. put him on the spot make him feel really you don't left out even you don't more. get it frank so don't <laughs> you don't get it and then you pick up red and walk into the other room and laugh just with him <laughs> oh man yeah T- teacher when you have twins teach them different laughing habits that way you know you can compare when they're five years old and then do the same thing you were doing with one to the other for the next five years yeah, swish it off. Yep. See who uh, <laughs> see who makes it out. Okay. <laughs> what about all right? What about this um, etiquette? Little manners etiquette corner here for the for the podcast. Um, little girl in the building is going to tennis camp. Um, say hey, have fun at tennis camp, and her mother goes, "Oh, say thank you." And she was like, why do I have to say thank you to that? I was like, oh, good point. I, it wasn't like, I don't think technically you need a thank you there. Have fun at tennis camp. Uh, she says nothing. Say thank you. Why do I have to say thank mm-hmm. you to that? Yeah, that's awesome that she asked, why do I have to say thank you to yes. that? <laughs> that's, that's really the report here. That's really yeah, cool. no. I think, that's uh, great. you know, I think uh, uh, we'll do... Will do, strange will man. Do. Um, you know. Give him a will do. <laughs> right. Give him a willy D. 
Yeah, that's a that's an awkward one to correct, I guess, if she says nothing. Um, <laughs> Why do right. I say thank you to that? Yeah, I was really <laughs> proud of her. Uh, what, is the, what did the mother say? Well, you just Cause he, do because he because he paid you a compliment. I think she said, which is really why I th- even thought to disagree with her at all. I think oh, not man. in that I, I agree with like say something and be polite. That was yeah, but also you know don't speak to strange men. She she knows me a little bit. We're you know we're building building buds. Yeah yeah. Um, but what's the age, Pete? How old is she? Like 19. seven. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seven. All right. Yeah. I can I can see how that that's a valid question for a seven year old. Yeah. Six. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, should you say thank you to something like that? Yeah. I mean, I think it's like saying have a nice day. Thanks you too. Right. Even though you didn't really do anything. It's a well wish. Thank you for the well wish. Yeah, it's a well wish. I think you should acknowledge a well wish. Yeah, I yeah. think I think thanks is definitely the right. If you're not going to come with something interesting like, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Or like, you know, some, if you're not coming with something else, then thanks is the right, right move. Well, it will be fun if I can get my backhand where I want it or whatever. Exactly, yeah. yeah. The coach is actually kind of a right. creep, but uh, thank you. Right. So you still <laughs> say thank telling you. Telling me to have fun at tennis camp. <laughs> Wait a minute, it's you. What are you doing in my building? <laughs> <laughs> like, unless she really doesn't want to go and you're like, have fun at tennis camp. She's like, I, I hate it. Oh, I hate tennis, right? Yeah. I hate tennis, but thank you. I hate you. tennis. <laughs> I hate tennis. I hate camps. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? I love tennis camp, though. It. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> As all these things work out, I actually love tennis camp. That's that's um, nice, though, that you would say something like that. Have fun at tennis camp. And then, yeah, yeah, that's you know, a nice thing to say. I don't know that I would say something like that. That's nice. Ah, you know, walking away, I had run into her in the elevator a few times as she was catching the bus for tennis camp, you know, with her mother, that kind of thing, or with her father. Uh, so I caught on to the fact that she, I wasn't just like one time, like put together. She went, you know, it was like a, we had run into each other a few times. Right. Right. I feel like as a way to uh, follow up and just have, I feel like build off instead of it being like, hi, hi, each time, like, you know, uh-huh. build off. Hi, how was tennis camp? You know, go start with how was tennis camp the second time. Build up. To how it. was tennis camp this time? Build up to uh, have fun at tennis camp. Yes, I think I would keep it very surface level. Like, is that a tennis racket? You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> have fun with that tennis racket. <laughs> that tennis racket. Yeah. Okay. And then next time I see her, like. Ah, see, you've got your tennis racket from last time, you know? (laughs) Is that that the same one? What are you doing with that each day when you get on the the bus? I'm going to tennis camp. Okay. How was the bus ride? I'm not getting to tennis camp just yet. Wait. (laughs) How was the bus ride? Yeah. I'm going to keep it pretty focused on the racket, to be honest with you. But (laughs) I appreciate the suggestion of the bus ride, but... I'd I'd like to keep it pretty rapid. Uh, Strings on focus. that racket you got, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's something I think I question the hell out of kids by accident. Like I I feel bad for introverted kids if they're around me, honestly, because I, I I am interested in 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 how people are doing, but sometimes I really overdo it with the questions, and um, I think I make kids uncomfortable sometimes. So I feel like I feel like if I had a stranger in the building, not a stranger, but like a bud in the building who was going to tennis, I'd be like, I would ask like things like, 
oh, what'd you, what'd you guys do yesterday? Oh, how's that? How's Coach Bobby? How's he? You know, and increasingly it would be like I was at tennis camp by the end of the week. Oh, okay, right. Go a little harder the other direction. Tup's Tup, yeah. a little, falls a little ahead of where I would go. I land somewhere in the middle. You go to house coach Bobby show, you know, take out a ball on a racket right now and show me your, your serving. <laughs> right. Right. You start taking over the coaching. <laughs> Normally I think I, I get uncomfortable if it gets too far afield at all. Like I think even, even tennis racket is a lot for me. Like I would probably stick with like, Hey, how, how old are you? And then the kids like <laughs> five and then and I'm like, Wait, actually, don't. I don't think so. I, I I think I think you're only three or four. Like you should <laughs> go ask you your parents. I, I don't <laughs> see if they'll tell you the truth. I think they're lying. To you. You're only three or four. <laughs> and then the next time, now we have something to kind of debate about, and we have got <laughs> really set the stage. Yeah, I, 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 I appreciate that. Yeah, that just tactic. get a get like a uh, theme to the relationship, and just keep it right. really simple. Mm. Right, we're talking age. Every time we see each other, hey, right, <laughs> right. and just not believe anything the kid says the whole time. Right, just keep telling them they're being really? lied to by their parents about everything. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what your your parents told you? You're five. You're not five. <laughs> you're three. Oh man yep i think that's a nice approach um yeah why do i have to say thank you to that you know in the right circumstances with the right person ask those questions out there kids um as we said before you know we know what you mean not kids in particular we know what people mean when they're being assholes yep yeah along those lines you know I, I know a lot of people talk about uh, the whole like hug your grandmother, kiss your grandmother, you know, like, or go hug that person goodbye. You know, I know that that's kind of going to the wayside. Yeah. Um, is, right. Is as a dad, what do you, you know, you just like ask him, like, can I have a hug or like, what do you, how do you handle that? I see. I didn't know right. all that stuff was going on. Is that we're, there's a new, new world order with hugs? Yeah. Um, just about consent, like, I think the whole idea is that, like, when you tell a kid, like, all right, go hug him, it's kind of, like, um, on a deeper level, like, I don't, I don't get to choose what to do, like, okay. with, with my body and who I give, show affection to, or, like, it's up to me to make somebody else happy with, with, uh, by showing affection or something, you know what I mean? Oh, shit, or, like, okay. if a kid doesn't want to... You know, I remember times like growing up, like, okay, go give your uncle a hug. It's like, I don't really want, I don't want to. Like, I don't, but you still kind of had to do it because then it's like out there, you know? I don't know. Some people just aren't affectionate and like making them be affectionate is a weird, is a weird thing. Yeah. Get over there. What are you doing? Go say hello to your grandfather. What are you doing? I mean, I I found out I'll I'll change his name uh, to protect him, but uh, my friend uh, Charlene didn't didn't like hugging anybody it turned out and he only just recently uh you know in the past couple years like got up the courage to start telling people i don't i actually don't like any of this so i'm just i'm not gonna hug you my mother-in-law i'm not gonna hug you you know top whoever else uh that i know that i'm friends with who who goes in who likes hugs i still love you Mm -hmm. very much i actually just don't like all that uh 
you know, physical interaction or whatever. It's not my thing. Yeah. And and that was yeah, like I know. pretty yeah. awesome to be like, oh yeah. <laughs> like we can't be friends anymore because I am a very hug driven person. So like yeah. if you can't hug each other, I'm sorry, we're not friends anymore. But that is I am really happy for you. That's great. And I hope the rest of your life turns out very well. <laughs> yeah. I mean I think asking people like because I've I've learned that the hard way. I've gone in for a hug and the person's like no. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh gosh, I'm so sorry. Shit. Yeah. Um, what was yeah. your relationship to them, Ed? If you wouldn't uh, mind sharing that, like, was it like just somebody you're just meeting, like a friend of a friend? Hey, this is a uh, yeah. This is my friend. It was a, yeah, Tammy. it was a friend of a friend situation. Um, and she, I respected it because she was like, yeah, I'm not a hunger. I'm not hunger. I'm not a hugger. And I was like, oh yeah, no, sorry. And so from then on, like, whenever I, hugged I've, her. I've. I've hugged her. <laughs> I forced a hug. Now, um, that was the only time I ever met her, but I, I well, usually I am. ask So who people, wins there? Right? <laughs> I'm not I am. Right. Whereas my needs aren't being met. Um, but uh, I ask people now, like, are you a hugger? Can I give you a hug? You know, that okay. gives person okay. like an out, I think, sometimes. Be like, oh, no, I'm, you know. And with these kids, though, like, don't they, they still have to, like, learn. Like, they right now are just, like, learning hugging and, like, oh, a kiss on the cheek and these different things that, like, oh, they're they're learning that that's, like, a, a thing that people do. Like, at right. this stage, I don't even know if it, so we're, like, we did, like, we do do sit things, like, okay, you know, your grandmother's leaving, like, give her a hug. We're not like, right. okay, well, do you want to give her a hug? Because it's up to you. You don't have to. We just say, like, right. give her a hug because, like, that's you, you're still even learning what this is. But are you saying? Right. It, Once they well, know what I it think, is, maybe. You know, I think, like, with my nieces and nephews, I'll, now I'll be like, because I, I can see that totally, especially when they're so little. But I'll be like, oh, can I have a hug goodbye? And, like, sometimes they'll be like, Adam will be like, no. I'm like, oh, okay, that's okay. You don't have to hug me, but I had fun with you today. See you later, you know? I had fun um, with you today up until this point. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a fucking hug, man. <laughs> yeah, but your kids are so little, so, you know, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Once you're done teaching them everything, I think that's when you start to say, um, hey, it's up to you. You know, every th all the names I taught you were wrong. <laughs> right. Right. This, this is not actually called a Napoleon Bonaparte. That's a fork. Sorry, I gave you right. gave you all the wrong info. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. Um, but yes, there are many different um, ways to, to treat, you know, life. And we can come together and discuss them once in a while. We'd like to do that. There are what? There are babies. There are adults. Yeah. There are older people. Yeah, uh, people. Yep, older people, and all of them living in the same universe and having to get along. So how cool uh, is that, boy? Ed, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah. All that to say that last part. Yeah. Can I? <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, can I say thanks for yeah. joining us, Ed? You sure can. <laughs> all right. You sure can oh, say that. Thank you for right. joining us, Ed. <laughs> Thank you. That's a podcast hug. The, the podcast I, version of yeah. a hug is thanks for joining us. Can I say have fun at tennis camp to everybody out there? <laughs> there we go. We just got to, you know, we just got to ask. We'll just be asking all this stuff all the time. Yep. May I say um, hello to you in the elevator? Oh, you kind of just did. <laughs> uh, I actually didn't. That was not. No, I didn't. Pass them a note. It's just that. like, may I, may I say hi to you? 
Can I correct right. you on your age oh, there we go. based on what your parents have been telling you? <laughs> you're three. <laughs> it's what we're famous.